What up, what up, what up? Hey. Okay, so uh, welcome to Sierra Nova Podcast, episode 94. We're getting close to 100. Um, <laughs> nice. We have Demetrius Witherspoon. Uh, we actually talked to you like a year or two ago. <laughs> yeah, right. um, and now you're on our podcast. So what's yeah. going on with you? It's good to be here, man. You know, uh, as creatives, we just keep on pushing, right? So yeah. um, it's, it's awesome to be here. And, it's, you know, we're all doing our thing. And, and from Facebook, you know, just seeing everybody's, uh, uh, you know, the, their levels as they keep growing, you know, it, it's been something to see you guys, um, what you guys do. So um, kudos to you guys. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, we were just talking about before uh, we started recording how uh, yeah, Demetrius and I were able to meet in Nashville about a, about a year and a half, two years ago. So uh, uh, it's definitely cool to get you on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we met in that coffee shop and everything. And, um, you know, I, I, I appreciate that because that's that's what this is all about, you know, connecting with folks and uh, and you, you just as as we all grow you know we 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 come together sometime or another on on some some kind of a project you know so um i appreciate y'all having me on the show definitely and uh i think um, when we were chatting i'm trying to remember what was your uh what was your website again i remember we were, i when i first met you that's one of the things that we were looking at like uh, subverse or something it's a, a DV Entertainment Pictures.com. That's pictures with the S. And uh, yeah, so there it is. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Second it popped up, I recognized it. That's what I was looking for. I was going to say, yeah, because I remember checking this out. Yeah, she did some, uh, actually, you did a lot more additions to this since the last time I looked at it. Yeah, I need to clean, clean up some things. I mean, things are moving so fast, it's hard to keep all the uh social media and everything up to date you know so yeah i feel you on that we just did a uh, huge revamp of our whole website just because um the original site was built with a custom theme that i had designed for it and mm. uh greg essentially was at the whims of like whenever i was ha i had free time to fix it so now <laughs> I, I i basically found this theme that he'll, he'll be able to edit and i rebuilt the entire theme that i had designed before and now he can basically do whatever he wants to to the site no so nice. i definitely feel you i'm yeah. trying to try to have yeah. more than one hand on it yeah yeah that, that'd be <clears> nice <throat> so um but yeah just uh continuously growing you know we started out with film um i'm a, a kind of self-taught uh film director um come from music um doing r b singing and, and and bands and things like that and then uh, i want to do some music videos and so i borrowed some bro uh, money from my brother and uh rented a camera Canon 60D for a week, and we shot three music videos, and I was hooked. Nice. I was like, that's what I want to do. And from there, I created the story of the Smurge universe and uh, five films, uh, animated pilot, animated series coming, and comic books, and uh, other things we'll talk about later. Um, here we are 
now. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know, that's something that we started doing here. I think we actually did chat about that um, when you were here is that we actually started doing some music videos. And uh, since then, we've now gotten connected with a few more people. Uh, one of the artists that uh, I'm managing, he's actually getting into like learning After Effects. It's like such a fun world, like getting into like, you know, being able to do film and, you know, music videos, just another way to, you know, storytell. It's a it's an excellent yeah thing. <laughs> Yeah, everything so uh, can be crossed over, and that a lot of that carries over, you know, into film. You know, they're they're actually, you know, when you're editing, you kind of have that. You got to have that beat. You have, you know, that rhythm uh, of uh, how everything's gonna come out, and um, then that leads into the films and, and things like that. And so I'm, I love seeing how people are doing some of their music videos and animation. And things like that, man, that just stands out, you know. So uh, just using all the different creative uh, tools that we have, and a lot of them is free. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the incredible thing is that there's so much out there now. Um, you know, I, I, I always learned uh, just like if you want to do something, you just from Google, you can figure it out. Like there is so much stuff on there now. Like it, I, th I think the one thing, like any, any creative out there is trying to like create something and they don't know like where to begin, but they know like, Oh, if I just had Photoshop or if I just had, you know, premier pro all these top tier, just go to Google, type in whatever you want and type in alternative and you will right. find free software that is just as good, sometimes yeah. better depending on what you're trying to do. And it, it's incredible what you can do out there. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. With uh, like uh, Da Vinci resolve, uh, you know, I'm able to still edit and send it out to other professionals in, 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 in a way that they would be able to edit from the timeline too. So, um, yeah, nothing's impossible anymore because, uh, like I tell people when I have different panels and stuff, how to be a filmmaker, uh, they like, you know, well, where do I start and everything? I was like, reach into your pocket and pull out your phone right here. It's 4K. Movies there's movies on Netflix that has been shot with the iPhone, so uh, or with a phone, so uh, it can be done, you know, you just yeah, start that, out that, small and make it happen. That's something like, um, for uh, the music industry with uh, my brother, one of the things that we do is we do like artist consultation for like, uh, you know, singer songwriters, rappers, whatever, like you know, people that are trying to grow their career. And like, I, we like so often, the thing I noticed is like the younger people who grew up when like Google already existed for whatever reason, like they're, they don't, they forget that Google exists. Like whenever I, like we, we started an artist management company and I was like, I have no, no idea how to be an artist management. So I went to Google and literally just searched for how to be a good artist manager and the stuff that comes up I, I watched over a thousand hours of videos and I'll talk to, you know, these, these kids that are, you know, trying to be artist managers and I'm like, Oh yeah. Did, did you, you know, do this? And they're like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. It's like, it's all over the internet. Like you just yeah. have to Google it. It's crazy. Like you know, if you want to do it, videos, my, my, uh, my friend, um, actually the artist that I'm managing, he's the one who's trying to get into uh, after effects, like mm -hmm. the internet, like you just go on there and you can, you can find it. Like there's so yeah. much content on there. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, YouTube college is what I call it. <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Uh, you know, you learn about <laughs> and then you just go out and do it. And you're going to make mistakes and things like that. But uh, that's all part of the process. And so, uh, but all of that, that information is there for you. Uh, and, and, you know, and then, uh, like for me, like when we learned, like it was me and my 14 year old daughter sitting at watching YouTube on how to use the camera and stuff and mics and stuff. And then, so we went out and did it. There was eight of us. And by the time we got to the third film, there was 30 people on set and we had a WWE wrestler, uh, Bishop Stevens on board. Uh, who was very, very cool. Yeah, he was uh, driving in from St. Louis to Indianapolis here where we film. And uh, then he would drive from here to Chicago to film on Fox TV show called Empire at the time. And so, um, I mean, he's been on that um, Chicago PD and uh, Netflix and Showtime. So, um, so. You know, eventually I started uh, using social media to find groups that were doing the same thing or what I was doing. And uh, now uh, <clears throat> some cities might have it, but here in Indiana, there is a Indiana film network. And so uh, there's different chapters in all different parts of in in Indiana. And before COVID, uh, they would have monthly meetings. So I could go to any one of those meetings and there would be producers, uh, comic book writers, um, actors, uh, production companies, uh, fr from just starting out to uh, people that have done 37 feature length films uh, uh, for Hollywood and things like that. So I had access to that. And uh, that's how I started to build my crew uh, as I went along, but, uh, most definitely, uh, just going out and doing it, you know, look at how you do it. Uh, best, one of the best schooling I had is the behind the scenes on Blu-ray of your favorite film. It's like, how did they do that? I you love know, those. That. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have you ever, you ever watched the, uh, behind the scenes for like the matrix, like you know, the original, like the first one? Like, like some of that stuff's incredible. Like that, that, that scene, you know, the famous scene, the bullet dodging, like yeah. they set up something like 300 plus cameras in this huge loop around him. And then basically he just fell back and it captured it in every angle across like that. Yeah. It, it's funny. Cause like, like now we have like fast moving cameras on, on rigs, but this is what they did. They just figured it out. Right. Right. It's just amazing. The technology, how technology uh, has, you know, increase and gotten better you know just look and at what, what was that what was that group you mentioned by the way that you said that all of these um all of these uh people from different levels were in oh uh, it's the uh, ifn the indiana film uh network uh they have um uh probably about eight different pages on facebook they have a um a website but uh yeah the biggest one i think they have over seven thousand people on it on their page so indiana film uh network and um uh you know i i learned a lot and just being able to there i mean 
you don't have to work in Hollywood anymore. And I mean, I, I know Nashville's got a lot of um, huge know, lot of entertainment things going here. on, right? Oh yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, you don't have to work in Hollywood anywhere. And and I know a lot of actors that um, they work from their area, and then if they got to fly out or what have you. Uh, you know, the film in Georgia or LA. Well, then that's what that's the cool thing is like the reason why a bunch of people are coming to Nashville now, which basically if you know Nashville's like right near the center of the country, there's tons of like states around it that are close by. Um, they're moving like production houses here, they're moving recording houses here, they're doing a lot of, of the um technical side of film here. And then, yeah, like uh, you know, I'm sure everyone who's seen a movie before has seen that that uh Georgia Peach at the end. Right? right. And that's because Atlanta, Georgia and Georgia in general is excellent for film. So even the Hollywood people send their people to Georgia all the time. And so right. like we're like two to four hours away from Georgia here in Nashville. Like you can come here, do anything you want and then drive a few hours as opposed to having to get a flight and be in a, in a state that's like excellent for film. So like, right. it's, yeah, it's, it's like a really cool thing. Like, yeah, anybody can get there now. It's not like you have to, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. Flights to California are always more expensive. Flights to Georgia, not, right. they're not expensive. Like you can get there. Got you. I think you froze yeah. up there. Okay. All right, cool. Oh, oh, um, but, but yeah, the other, other part of that too, not only reaching out to social media, but uh, if you film a, uh, if you do a film, it doesn't matter how short it is, put it into a film festival. Uh, <coughs> and usually there's one locally, uh, not too far away from you. Uh, some you can go to, some are online, but um, get your film and it doesn't matter what it looks like or what have you. Even if there are film festivals that are just for people that shoot their uh, movies on their phone the mobile film festival I was a judge at, and there was movies from all over the world, Italy, Russia, everywhere. And um, just amazing movies done with just the phone. So uh, that's the other thing I, I suggest to ones just getting started, go to Film Freeway and you can go in there and search film festivals and uh, you can find some that are free they go from free to up to uh, probably 70 bucks to get into a film festival uh, and all over the world. So we've won awards in India for best movie, best animated series, things like that. Um, so that's to get your work out there. And if you I'm definitely grabbing that, yeah, <laughs> if all possible, try to go to one of them, especially if it's local go because you're going to meet other <laughs> you're right just with the just like the music uh, uh field you're going to meet other producers actors and i've met people that are now like on the blacklist and they're you know got movies um on netflix and you know they either were at the start of their career or just passing through so you never know who you're going to meet so that also helps you to those connections. Yeah, hundred percent. I would say that's something that a lot of people think like, you know, I, I even remember when I was in uh, upstate New York, it's like, it's, it's some place where you're like, ah, I'm not near a big city. Not a lot of people come through, but like there's, there's areas everywhere. Like, even if you're in the middle of nowhere, like, you know, <laughs> typically it's cheap to fly to some like 
close by city, you know, or drive there, whatever you got to do, but like get to those cities where the stuff's happening here in Nashville. I think the first week that I like moved here, cause I moved here in like uh, October, 2019, my brother brought me to this event. That was a free event, which I didn't know that until we got there that was put on by like these six exact or five executives of major um, music businesses, like, uh, like, uh, what was it? Prescription, you know, like a uh, and R that kind of stuff, like mm. top, top tier people put this event together, open bar, like just even just ridiculousness. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> and we ended up running into like the GM of cobalt music, one of the top mm. uh, published, I think it's publishing companies in the world. Right. And you know, you never know what's going to happen. Like I went up, uh, I found this one guy named Big Fella. He was awesome. Like he knew everybody. So I just walked around with him and just started meeting people. He runs into this guy. I don't think he knew him yet. Started chat with him. I could tell me and uh, this guy weren't hitting it off. And so I'm like, well, I better bring my brother over before it goes south. I bring him over. They're like, hey, you know, whatever, like just chilling. And then my brother knows, notice he's wearing Yeezys. And that's all it takes. It's like that one thing that you connect on. It doesn't matter what yeah. level they're at. Because, yeah. you know, my brother got his email, they grabbed coffee a few months later, like you can connect with and find extremely important people in the industry, you just have to physically be there. And that's like the huge game changer, like net, like what is it, your network is your net worth, right? Or your net yeah. worth is your yeah. network, like yeah, that's, yeah. that's so true. Yeah, it, it is. And, and you create a relationship that, hey, you know, you might like, like us, you know, we haven't seen each other for almost two years but now you know we're connecting it's like oh oh yeah i remember you know and uh you, so you cr create that relationship and it's not all about oh what can i get out of this you know because those connections you just never know later down in the road they're like oh i remember i remember you you know what you doing i'm doing this well i got this guy that does this at this like so so those things happen. Um, so uh, a little bit how I kind of got into comics. I didn't, you know, I grew up around comics. I didn't go to a lot of uh, comic cons and things like that. Um, when I was young, younger, I see it on TV, you know, everybody dressing up and things like that. And so uh, it wasn't until I got into my 30s and uh, my film got into a film festival um it was at um uh oh gen con <clears throat> which is uh nothing but a board game um con but it also has a film festival but they have over seventy thousand people come through Just gem city comic-con huh is it called gem city comic-con is that what you're talking about no uh, it's gen no. con oh gen con gen, yeah I found it. Yeah. Gen yeah. Con Indie. A bunch yeah. of stuff. So um, that's when I started really learning about world building and the fantasy worlds and seeing people in cosplay that has their own trading cards. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I can do this stuff, you know. And uh, that's when I started uh, learning and you know, because you, you see George Lucas and them, and you know he's got games based off his movie and comics and things like like, like that, but you never realize that it's part of like transmedia. So yeah, 
you have your comics, but it's extending that world. It's not just a recopy of the story. It's extending the universe through those different medias. And so, so I had my films, five films. And so I started to create my comics. We have a, a novel. We have a card game based off the of my series, the animated series, and um, then all the merchandise and things like that, and trading cards. So at any point, people can get into my world, you know, like, oh, I love your comic books. What did you know about the five films that we got? You know, I was like, oh, no, you know, let me, where can I check that out? You know, uh, it's, it's so cool because like when it, when it comes to marketing, like the reason like, whenever I'm like talking with a client or whatever, like I'm always letting them know, like you need to be everywhere. And it's not because uh you know it's it's not just because you want to like spam people what you're doing is making sure that like hey bob over here only goes on medium to read blogs he doesn't go on facebook or instagram you'll never find bob if you're not on medium right, right. and it's the same in the same in the entertainment world of creating enough different uh essentially items across various mediums such as yeah. comics and toys and collectibles and films and yeah it's, it's right. very cool yeah. I love universal principles like that. Yeah, yeah. And anymore, that's kind of what we got to be because people's attention spans are, they're, they're you know, right here, boom, boom, Netflix, you know, Hulu, you know, and then we got Switch, and you know. So uh, <laughs> you got to kind of keep people engaged. And, and I just uh, try to keep content, some kind of content out there because what happens, and we all know, Somebody is going to tune into something, and they're like, then they go down the rabbit hole of yeah. searching everything. And then that's yep. when you start to see, oh, somebody bought that, and somebody bought a book. Okay, cool. So, uh, you know, it's like the Justin Bieber story, literally, he happened to be like, if he, he could have gone to bars all over his state and it might have done nothing, but he posted on YouTube and got found mm -hmm. by somebody, right? Like, it's the whole point. You got to be everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Is so, so key, you know. So, um, you know, it's it's not an easy thing, but it it can be done, you know. And don't look at what everybody else is doing, you know, because sometimes that you know you're looking at that big mountain. Oh my God, I got to do this, got to do that. You know, just take out a chunk here and there and do what you can do, and uh, eventually you'll get there, you know. But there's a lane for everybody. Yeah, I, I, just, I just saw on uh, Instagram last night, actually, there was a uh, people that we follow, Bristol Media Group or whatever they're called. I think that's what they're called. And um, they're from like Brooklyn or something. That doesn't matter to the story at all. But <laughs> um, They were talking about uh, how there's Marvel and DC and they're doing all these movies and they have all these comics, but indie people can actually do that too and i'm like yes that could be done but you have to let it's a marathon out of sprint so you, you like we're actually we want to do that so i want to make my own movies but we have to come out with our own comics first and then we're also coming out of each kickstarter now we're gonna have at least one or two trading cards that are with whatever comic that we're doing and that started mm. with um our seer chronicles comic so when we come out with the two other comics that are coming out this year there's going to be a trading card that's associated with them. So if you don't really want to read the comics, you could be like, you could learn a bit about the characters and then eventually there'll be hopefully animated series about mittens, the cat 
or something like that. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say I love the uh, was it the Will Smith con that he always says like don't worry about the house like just lay that first brick perfectly yeah. and then get yeah. that next brick and lay it perfectly and like then suddenly you're like oh there's a wall that's interesting and then keep going brick by brick like right right yeah and 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 people will people will recognize and they're not gonna always say something I've had people at Marvel and Disney looking at my stuff you know and i finally talked to the guy from that did stuff from marvel and dc and he's like you know i met you years ago at a con i was like what you know like but i didn't have time to talk to you but i met you and i've been watching you all this time you know and just what you've been growing uh over these years and he's just like oh my yeah i had a couple of tears come down my eyes because it's like you don't know who's watching you, you know, but like you said, just taking that brick and building a piece at a time and, 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 and enjoy the journey, you know, like you, and, and that was something I always say, Greg, it, it's, it's not, it's not a race. It's a marathon. Yeah. And some people want things just overnight. They see there's a, only a very few overnight successes, yeah. but, uh, and even those normally have a very long span of failures before that too. It's yeah. like the overnight success that took 20 years. Like that's more, right. That's yeah. More we had a, I think we had a guest on like a very, very long time ago. Um, Joel Rodriguez and he's part of uh, scout comics. Now he's like marketing or something like that. And he actually said the overnight to success for comics is like 10 years. So you know, <laughs> that's uh that's actually apparently a saying in nashville that it's a 10-year city meaning like if you move here and want to be successful you basically just have to survive for 10 years doing the thing that you want to do like that's what most people don't realize like it's the whole uh malcolm gladwell's uh 10 hour rule like you know you have to put in 10,000 hours of work because yeah somebody could be watching you have no idea yeah, we have no idea who that one hundredth and one, yeah, our one hundred and one follower is. Like that could be somebody huge that's just been watching. Going, that's yeah. interesting. I can't believe they're still going. Because like, what is it like? Uh, most small businesses fail in a year uh, to five years. Mm. Right? If you get it past just the five year mark, you're now in amongst the top, you know, five percent of successful businesses as long as you keep pushing. So right, right, yeah, that's. That's what it's all about. And I'm glad you guys brought that out. A lot of people don't understand that. Uh, but, you know, it's essential for us as creators to realize that and and to enjoy the journey. There's there's you know, there's just very big moments that happen. <coughs> going. And I have to tell myself, even when I was uh, doing music, OK, first breathe and be inside this moment you know and uh it's awesome if it gets video then you're able to go back and look at it but be inside this moment enjoy it you know um and so that that's just part of the process but uh, uh yeah, yeah. If, you, if you ever want to get good at that like you know something that's funny you always see those guys that are like oh i'm like filming or whatever like they're like filming fireworks and like they're fireworks like looking through the camera will never be as good as looking up at the fireworks. So if you want to capture those moments, you kind of got to like 
do it in a way of like you know le learn how to film like this so you can still enjoy right. the moment yeah right, right. <laughs> get, get like a get a shoulder mount so it looks like a parrot you know and then do, and then go through the experience because uh yeah there's some there's some moments that are like absolutely worth capturing um even if it is just like a picture so uh yeah you know you get that that little sandlot I, I call it the sandlot photo when you get that old photo before everything happens you know yeah. so it, it definitely uh capture the moment sometimes but if you're in something great like you know, definitely experience it because mm -hmm. like you, you, that's the thing that you'll remember as great when you're really successful. It's that, that time that you broed it out on the couch with this one dude who turned out to get you into a room later that got your film seen somewhere, right? Like that's, you know, that moment where you're right. like, you know, oh man, like this is kind of cool. I'm just connecting with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, that's, that's what it's all about. And I enjoy it. So, <laughs> so I was going to ask. Um, so, what what's uh, one of your most recently released projects that uh, you know you're you're looking to shout out? Um, well, the most uh, recently is um, the uh, Submerge Universe, and I apologize. There's a car going. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, Submerge Universe Fifty One X. I don't know if. Uh, there we go. Uh, this is our. Uh, this is the first issue on this, and um, she. Screen, make a full screen. One second. Yeah, we get a, there we go. All right, I'm trying to get it without the blur on it, but yeah. Um, so uh, 51X, uh, she's an android that um, seems to come up against an unstoppable force, uh, Lord Raz. Uh, and she's dealing with her humanity uh, uh, as an android. So um, this is our first issue. And um, just like everything else, it's tied to uh, our movies. So she actually makes a special appearance in our next movie that's coming out, uh, Submerged Blue Star. That's awesome. So... Um, Very cool. So that's not on our web website. Well, uh, where is that on the website? If someone's gonna like try to grab that, it's the very first page. Uh, if you um, on the home page, so you you scroll down a little bit and you'll see uh, a fifty one X. Yeah, there it is. Yep, new issue one. Yeah, I see. Yeah. It. So that uh, crowdfunding campaign is gonna be on Indiegogo, right? For um. um that one's already out. Oh, our, okay. our next one, actually, um, uh, March 1st, is uh, when we're going to be doing the Indiegogo uh, for uh, the figure um, uh, comic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that that's, that's kind of... I wanted to do the comic. Here's the thing. The cool thing over the last eight years, people started getting into the films and things. So now I got to the point where when I was doing panels, people's like, oh, and so this character, the figure, I really like this guy. He's so mysterious. And what's going on? So conversation was going to this one character. And it was kind of like the Bubba Fett kind of like thing because he wasn't in the main character. He's kind of back you know yeah like and, 10 minutes of footage at most <laughs> right right and i'm like wow you know uh and so uh i was like i need to i need to start leaning that way so i was i, I have a backstory 
or a story uh, of where he come from and, 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 and things. Uh, so we're about to do a comic of that. And then I was like, well, it'd be cool to have an animated series, a six part animated series uh, based on that also. And so uh, we have uh, started the process on that and we were uh, working with uh, some animators out of um, uh, uh, Istanbul, Turkey uh working on, on on that and so um probably looking at next year beginning of next year uh when that uh, the animated series comes out that's awesome i was gonna say if, it, if it's got that boba fett style vibe you should do- totally make some like action figures of it you know <laughs> just get some uh, actually we do ah, yeah. there <laughs> uh actually uh february 1st yeah, February 1st, uh, the first action figure uh, for the figure uh, comes out. And um, we're going to be doing a, a pre-order for them. <clears throat> and uh, sorry, got the noise here. The suspense is killing me. <laughs> so this is our action figure. Oh, uh, make it full speed, right? I want to see that. Nice. And so, uh, I don't know. Now we can see him. That's good. Yeah. So, so it has, all the, um, it has all the joints and stuff that um, move. Or yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And then his uh, adversary, the Red Nova, we're getting some uh, action figures of him. So these are going to be uh, uh, on pre-order. And these are going to actually, and I'm, I'm announcing that here, uh, these are going to come with limited edition trading cards that uh, when scanned, they will take you to a limited edition behind the scenes um, that no one will see uh, <laughs> except you. You have access to uh, oh, that a is movie awesome. of the figure. So, but yeah. Sick. That is so cool. Yeah. By the way, where, where were you able to get stuff uh, that like that made? Were you able? Did, was it um, the Philippines? Like, the Philippines? That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, I'm working with people over in Poland, uh, the Philippines, Venezuela, Istanbul, Turkey. Uh, so um, we've got some statues we're starting to make. Um, I'm just excited to see creations. You know, stuff you thought about. And you kind of put on paper, and some of it's in film, but now this have uh, action figures or uh, statues of them. Yeah, that, that, that's that's probably the coolest thing. Like, I actually just recently got a 3D printer, and uh, mm. I'm putting it together now. And basically, the whole reason I wanted to get it was to make like little, not even action figures, but like little figurines for our characters. And then yeah. eventually, if I could figure it out, make action figures, uh, yeah. just because like it'd be so cool. Yeah, I mean, what if you're your your uh, uh, musicians had their own action figure and a trading card to go with it, or NFT that went with it. That oh yeah, the song. Sorry, I'm, you know I'm always. I, I've, I've been I went down that rabbit hole. Greg and I have talked about NFTs when it comes to creating comics. Um, I'm because I'm also in the music industry. I'm trying to like 
as we're building out our services on our platform now so we can offer to create comics and any artwork for people yeah. and i'd love to be able to put together like this artist package where yeah we can get you like a, a figurine of your of yourself as like a superhero put it in a comic get an act or get a uh, um trading card like that would just be incredible yeah yeah all of that you know it it's it's fun but it it, it adds to uh uh, the story world. I mean, as artists, you're creating a, a story. You're, you're a character. <laughs> Your music, uh, you know, was telling a story. And so, um, so yeah, I, I, I look at all of that. And the NFT, that's what, at first I was looking at for that. But, you know, we'll probably bring it with the next character. I, I got to learn a little bit more about it. Um, but uh, most definitely it's uh, be coming with a limited edition Um a trading card, which actually is going to be some art from me. Uh, one of my very good. I have this, I have this sketchbook, uh, Submerged Universe sketchbook that I created, and uh, so I'm starting to do my sketches of my characters in that book. And so, this is one of the very first characters that I uh, created in there, and I already did a Facebook post about it. So, people are like, Oh my god, it's your, you know you know, you're doing your art and things like that. So people have a piece of that uh, in, in limited edition. Nobody else will have that, you know, so. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, the, the NFT world is definitely something that we got to we gotta get more involved with. But, uh, well, you know, once we, get, once we get everything else moving along, kind of like you were saying, like probably the next release, it's like, yeah, we got to get some of our yeah. other stuff together and fi finalized before we can spend a little extra time diving into it. But definitely, yeah. like, if, if you know, if you're in the creative you know, industries at all, you know, you should be looking into those, even if it's just on your spare time. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I'm like, you know, even if I get one or two pieces out there, you know, yeah, uh, it's kind of like the same as like making the action figures in the comic books, like just being like making stuff for everyone. Like the reason I want little action figures is because, you know what, maybe someone buys the comic just to support us, but they actually love those action figures. We yeah. had a, um, d during our, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, the virtual comic con we had in November, we actually had someone on there who said a lot of the times, if someone makes a really cool pin for their comic mm -hmm. and they just kind of like the comic, they'll still buy it. Cause they love those pins. They like to collect uh -huh. these, you know, yeah. you know, very custom pins that no one else is going to have. Right. Cause it's only for this like one release. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's brilliant to do that because the, there's the whole idea of the thousand true fans. And if you can find mm -hmm. a thousand people who are true fans and a true fan is defined as somebody who will buy anything and everything you ever make because they just love what you do. And it, the whole mm -hmm. point is eventually, you know, if you're just making comics, you, you got a limited bandwidth on how fast those can be created. But if on the mm -hmm. side you're, you're creating action figures, little pins, you got little short films or even full films and movies, like suddenly mm -hmm. there's this whole world where somebody like the, the way I like to see it, because Greg and I, we do a lot of world building in our comics. Mm -hmm. uh, I like I like it when I find that guy who's got like one hundred and fifty thousand different uh, Star Wars like unique things like mugs and you know all this stuff and i'm like that's right. who i want i want somebody who loves their stuff that much right like, where they're like they're going dumpster diving because some they know that this one store one time threw stuff out and it's probably in this particular pile right like that's right. that's what i want <laughs> yeah 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 and they're and they're out there you know you just gotta put it out there and what uh what did uh 
some people say, you know, some people don't know they need that until you, you know, Create put it, it out there for it. Yeah, yeah, they don't know you need it until you, you know, really get it out there and get it in front of them. So, uh, like, shut up and take my money. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, you know, that's why it's key for me. And, you know, the pandemic's kind of slowed a lot down, but um, getting out to these conventions, I've, I've been guests. I am uh, uh, a guest, uh, not only as a filmmaker, but um, as a, a vendor uh, at a lot of comic cons. And so, um, so being able to talk to attendees and stuff, and some people that, you know, they're traveling around and like, oh, I seen you at the other one, you know, and they might see, they might not buy something that last time, but they buy something this time. Um, that uh, that has also gave me the different ideas of what people are into, you know, like you said, the pins and things like that, or just landerins and, and different things like that. So you're always looking at something that um, uh, people are going to like and they want a little piece of. And that you, know. you bring up a good point with the like you went to one Comic Con, they saw you there, but they didn't buy anything. And the next time they saw you, they might buy something. There's like a whole rule of marketing where you need at least seven touch points before someone even recognizes your brand, and you need about 20 before they buy it, right? So wow. if you're only on Facebook and you only have comics, like you're no one's ever going to buy your stuff because they're going to get five touch points and never see you again, right? right? So, right. like, the whole idea is like when you have. You know, when you're at multiple Comic Cons, so now those are a couple times they can see you. You you have pins, and this guy's friend happens to like pins, so he looks at it and then he tells his friend. There's another touch point they right. see at the next Comic Con. This time you've got you know a different banner because you're showing off a new action figure, right? And then they go and look up action figures later. Like all of those are considered touch points, and the more interactions you can have with your fans by being on a bunch of social media, by creating a bunch of different types of content for them to acquire like mm. comic books and action figures attending networking things like comic cons and film festivals like it's a it's such a powerful way to basically force yourself into the light so that people can see you yeah yeah and it's and it's so key like we said we're uh we're getting bomb people are getting bombarded by so much entertainment and things like that and you can say whatever you want <laughs> saturated and blah 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 but no there is always a road for somebody to say, hey, you know, it's that small group, you know, uh, <clears throat> that say, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm loving this. Um, uh, one of the cool things I've been able to do also is going from film to comics and things like that. I'm working with actors like Bishop Stevens. And then, like, I work with Katie O'Brien. She was just from a, a little bit up north here. Now, Katie O'Brien's in The Mandalorian season two, deck officer, three or four episodes. She's in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She was in the last.